G'day golfers. Ever found yourself redirecting blame and making excuses after having an absolute shocker on a golf course? I know that I have. Range was closed, I was a little cold, didn't warm up, I hit it in those three old divots. Then we have the podcast for you. We focus on how to fundamentally own your swing. Strike it pure and consistently shoot in the 70s. Be it if you're a weekend hack, retired and playing daily, a school phenom or a tour professional. We present and discuss facts and physics pertaining to golf, trying to keep our ego and opinion at bay. We dispel myths such as keep your head down, bend your knees, or my all-time favourite game improvement irons. So stop drinking that mythical Kool-Aid and have a sip of ours. I think you'll find it both inspiring and refreshing. I'm Scott Young, founder of Swing, PGA professional and ex-tour player. And together with physical therapist Dr. Sean Joyce, welcome to Pivot the Path. G'day, golfers, and welcome back to Pivot the Path. Good morning. It's Jay. How are you, sir? Yeah, doing really well. How was the trip up? Cold? Yeah, Ooh, chilly. Got away, though, just disconnected from the city, uh, and it was beautiful. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's leave awesome. the phone in the room, you know. Chilled out. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it can be so stimulating here in the city, so really nice just to, to slow down. Do we think that everyone yourself. unplugs as they walk? They come out, so we got right on top of Grand Central here, and we see thousands of people in the next hour kind of walk past. Do you reckon people just get in the hub of one foot in front of the other? I think so. Yeah. I think sometimes you can see it on people's faces. Yeah. You know, they're, they're one person bumping into them from just exploding. Um. It's a funny place, <laughs> uh, old New York City. For those who aren't New Yorkers, come and see us. We're on top of Grand Central. Fun place to be. Fun place to be. Stop in and say hello if, uh, if anyone's been listening. Yeah, we get a ton of uh, crew walking in and uh, saying g'day, but this is what it's all about. Look, also shout out to the boys back home. The Australian tour season's on. So yeah, mate of mine, yeah. Sammy Brazel, just came tied 20th or thereabouts for the Aussie PGA, which... Sammy's won a European tour event. I used to travel with Sammy. Great dude and just a journeyman. So, Sammy, I'm so proud of you, mate. Keep keep the head down. And do you know Lucas Herbert? He's an Aussie kind of, he's got this. Don't know him well, but I've seen, you know, I've seen him on various tournaments. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a young guy. I think he's from Bendigo for memory, Victoria, country Victoria. Uh, and he's a very odd duck. And I just, I don't know much about Lucas. I would love to have you on, mate. But he's just a guy who gets it done. Like he's yeah. come top 10 in majors and he came, I think, third or fourth or tied seventh, I think I've got written here. Yeah. Um, and I think he might win a major next year, 2024. Yeah, I've That's, seen him up there on some leaderboards. Yeah, ball. he's. I don't know much about his game, but I love that he hits it long, long way. He's a big strapping kid. Uh, he's got some stuff going on with his left hip. I'd love to help him out with that. But uh, just seems a good kid. Very, very Australian. Yeah. So there's kind of a changing of the guard. Minwoo Lee obviously won the PGA. Yeah, he's yeah, he a, he's won a great it. player. Don't know much about him. He's a, obviously a hell of a talent. If you uh, aren't familiar with Minwoo Lee's social media no. and his uh, Instagram, it's awesome. Is it? Uh, he's, funny? He's or? coined a couple of terms funny, but also like he's, he just seems like a funny guy. He's well, he's rocking the jokes. mustache right now. Mustache, which I love. the mullet. And then he's just, I mean, the guy hits the ball a mile oh, and he's got it. a really funny online presence check it out if all right i will listening. definitely check it it's out Minwoo, love that mm-hmm. uh and then obviously big news in our circles is mr rama's going through the motions uh yeah, now is whispers in the air whispers in the air of a 600 big, million uh, a big looking check there. that's a chunk of change yeah i that's mean i'm not even you don't have to ask me 
even half a second. I'm signing that check. As I good. mean, yeah, you see that many zeros. That's and... generate. That's that that can, takes care of his kids, his kids' kids. I mean, that's four generate. That's sign me up. I can. That's insane. Yeah, and, and I, it's interesting now after when all this started happening and you start hearing the guys going and this is the first big one in a long time that has really since started Dustin. to get pulled towards the other side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I just can't get over. There's no difference between being on the Sunshine Tour in South Africa, the Australasian Tour, or the Japanese Tour, and playing majors. So I, I just can't see what all the fuss is about. Yeah. Uh, but what do you make, Scotty, of the the format with the 54 holes? And I mean, for me personally, as we always keep this very honest, I'm not a massive fan of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to see more players than than 54 uh, holes and 30 guys or yeah. 40 guys. Uh, I want to see the best in the world. So it, unfortunately, it's got me as a golf lover to watch a little less Yeah. because I Same. want to see the top 100 guys going at it. I want to see, you know, Lucas yeah. in you the British Open. Yeah, everyone in the same, 100%. Same, same place and just So I'm not a massive fan of the format. I understand what they're trying to do, mm. make it more of a team sport. But I guarantee you that the individuals aren't team players. It's an individual sport. Yeah. So I get they're trying to change the dynamic of the sport. Yeah. But they haven't cracked it yet. It's a little different. Yeah, and it's even back to when we were talking about the Ryder Cup and the difference between the American and European teams and just how they didn't quite seem to gel so well on the US Yeah, side. so I, I feel, and again, this is just my opinion, I feel Liv is more of a US Ryder Cup tone. Uh -huh. And I think they're trying to create a European Ryder Cup tone. Yeah, that not, would be different if the energy felt like that. Yeah. And it's really like, yeah, I mean, almost another professional sports where sign people on for a contract and they give the team everything they got. But then here's the flip side though, Sports Illustrated. Now, the actual live events, from what I hear, I've never been to one, are absolutely 10 times better than PGA Tour. I've heard Tour. that as well. They're so, good fun. Th so here's a funny thing that from a golf lover, I'm not a massive fan of watching because I find uh -huh. it a bit boring. But then live... Uh, apparently music just playing, exploding. big party going on. That yeah. kid in Australia hold, hold out and the place went nuts oh, on the yeah. par three at yeah, yeah. Royal Melbourne. I think it was Royal Melbourne, could have been Kingston Heath. Uh, and it just went nuts. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen on tour other than uh, stadium course. Yeah, less strict of an environment. It yeah, seems a so, bit more fun. You know, time will tell, but good luck, Mr. Rahm, if that's what you're going to get, 600 yeah. million. Yeah, oh, we'll see what dude. happens, but man. That is, I'm creating probably... Amen corner in my backyard. You do whatever you want. You could do whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. That's insane. Oh. So we're coming to you today, just having a bit of a recap where this is our 11th episode. Yeah, so last one of the calendar year. Thank you, mate, for all you'd, you've done for, for Rosie and I as we try to create a brand and now you're you're part of our brand and I'm... I'm so pumped at what we're doing here. So I just love having you on board and getting up early. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a blast. It's awesome. We're really starting to see that the podcast is influencing our members. And just last night, we had Solly, who you're helping from a biomechanics and, and functional movement point of view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he came to us about a month ago to join and had some lessons. And then I said, mate, you've got some structural issues. So we paused on the lessons and he's now seeing seeing you and then he said to me yesterday last night like i was in here about eight o'clock last night and he said what this whole gear effect what, what's that about and this is absolutely unscripted so our systems here create history of of someone's uh practice for an hour and i said mate we could go to any shot you hit and just basically went along the went along his history and pressed that'll do and just up comes the video of gear effect yeah 
And his math was he was coming from the inside eight and his face was open three. So his face was less than pass. So let me just backpedal for my brother back home who said, Youngy, sometimes you go too quickly. Yeah. So what does all that mean? Solly's hips from the top of his golf swing, his hips started turning before his torso. That's what we're about in the golf swing. What's the number one aim of our podcast of swing of playing good golf is that your hips from the top of your golf swing, your hips lead your torso into rotation, into impact. And that allows the arms to trail and come what we call from the inside. So Solly had his math of coming from the inside eight degrees. Mm -hmm. So his hips, his hips led his torso mm -hmm. and his face was two. And I said, what does that ball fly? And he goes, it should be dead straight. I said, but where did that ball go? And he goes, it must have hooked. And I explained to him because the face opened, the ball rolls up the face and the ball hooks. And he yeah. said, so that club I'm using, which was a clunky foam filled club of his, he said, that's not helping me. And, and so he, he listened to the podcast, but the penny didn't drop till he looked at his, yeah. his face opening and his face opened about 30 or 40 degrees at impact. Yeah. And I imagine you sitting there, I mean, he kind of took your words out of your mouth and said them himself. Yeah, it was but You awesome. probably said, hold on, could you say that one more time, please? Maybe yeah, it was, it was really cool. So yeah. what we thought was shout out to big brother, Bretto back in Sydney and Bretto uh, is not the most sporty guy on the face of the earth. I love my brother to, to death. And, uh, but he said, I'm struggling with the visual of coming from the inside. Yeah. We want when you throw a baseball, when you pass a rugby ball, when you serve a tennis ball, when you throw a baseball, every rotation-based sport, we want hips leading torso. Why, why, why is that so good physiologically? What, what, what's that all about? It just allows you to create potential energy. So that stretch of all the muscles connecting upper to lower body, um, they get to stretch, hold tension, and then release so it. So like a rubber band. Leg. Yeah. So why wouldn't you go with your torso first? What would that do for your lower back type of thing? Well, for one, it wouldn't feel very good, but um, you just then miss out on all of the, the power and strength you have from your lower body. So a lot of it is this kind of piggybacking of, you know, one thing moves, the next thing, then the energy, energy gets transferred to it. And then the following. So like in the golf swing, you know, it comes all the way from your feet on the ground up to the hips, up to the upper body, into your arm, into the hands, the club. We were, actually, boom. we were talking about this last night with your, yesterday afternoon with your swing. And SJ, yeah. you said to me, why don't, why do you like having the weight in the toes or feeling in the toes and the balls of your feet? And I said, well, mate, how about, you know, you answer your own question. And then we got you to rock way back into your heels at a dress. Yeah. And what did that do for your takeaway? I mean, I was just way inside, face open. All right. And what's the number one rule of golf? Face must be less than path. That's mm -hmm. all this game's about. You know, you can decipher all the garbage you like. Face less than path. That's all it's about. Yeah. Whether you're coming from the outside or the inside, coming from the inside is desirable. So what we're talking, getting back to big brother, we want your thoracic, people say golf pros use the word shoulder turn. Your shoulders cannot turn. Your thoracic spine turns more than your hips on the way back, and then your hips lead your thoracic spine on the way through. Mm -hmm. Pretty simple, right? Yeah, pretty simple, and can be hard to visualize. Yeah. Um, so you know, if anyone is is watching us on YouTube, and maybe in the future we'll have some things that are visual components to what we're talking about. Uh, and then, so what else are we going to? What else are we going to talk about? We mentioned quite a few new components the last couple of yeah, episodes. Yeah, so in all these episodes, and our goal is it's, this has been designed a little bit around the, the New York City urban golfer. So we want to keep it kind of short and sweet. 
on their commute getting in here. But um, there's a lot of things, you know, we've scratched the surface on and want to dive a little deeper into and things we've mentioned. Yeah, we want this to be the full experience. So golf, golf is an experience. So what Sean and I do, and we write this, you know, a couple of days before and talk uh, talk about what does the experience look like and that's what we want swing to be whether it's clubs or movement or golf or or you know the the heated vest which mate did, did you wear your heated vest this morning i didn't it was I've, cold enough to wear your yeah heated vest. I, I wish i would have i have my big puffy jacket on oh though, you so. puff daddied it up yeah yeah nice uh so that's what we're talking about it, it's the full experience and we've we've touched on things like gear effect and and look the the entertainment component of golf there's certain players in New York City that it's just entertainment. We need that. Yep. Like we need bums Nothing on seats. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yep. But we're a little more serious on and laser focused on improvement. So we thought we could backpedal a little bit. We talked about how the torso moves, how the hips move. Mm-hmm. We've talked about training, which we're going to jump into. Yeah, and predisposition and that stuff we're going to get deeper into as things go on. And uh, with the off season going on right now and and us always reminding everybody hey like this is when you make the big changes that you're going to see come you know summertime when the weather gets nice and you're out there on the course again um but we're going to have some things coming for those people who are not in new york city and so what does that look like what do you um, think it's going to be you know digital platform where um as we've talked so much about predisposition it's going to help you figure out how your predisposition has changed your range of motion and allow you to really see, okay, what do I do well in terms of movement, stability? What do I not do well? And based on whatever you find, it's almost this is how you assess yourself if you can't come in here and do it with us, Do you us, think that's uh, – I mean, we're always thinking about scalability and yeah. how we how we make Swing the number one improvement platform on the globe, which I think we're, we're marching towards. Do you think – how do you make sure that the integrity of the individual – uh, is not compromised. That's that's your. And that's the tricky part. So there's going to be an aspect at the end of the day of you have to hold yourself, you know, and, and be honest with yourself, hold yourself to a standard. Whereas you go through these tests, we'll lay it out for you as, as easy as we possibly can, but you got to set it up right, get a true result on the test. Sure. And then from there, it's okay. You found this and this and this. Well, here's the solution for that. Here's the solution for this. It will event, end up putting together a a program to address your issues. I love, um, so the finance guy and girl, he's so competitive. And one of the tests that I love is just a glute stability test, eyes closed. Yeah, yeah. And the and the, there's a little bit of ankle stability in that too. So it's not exactly glutes, but I tell you, it's pretty damn good. If For those out there, one of the tests uh, I do, which is probably not as precise as, as SJ, but I'm looking at it in, in it through a different lens is I get guys and girls to close or, stand with their hands, palms to the the sky, and then lift one leg off the ground and they can use that proprioception can allow them to balance. As soon as you get someone to close their eyes, their glutes really have to kick in Mm -hmm. and usually they fall over. And my finance individual golf is like, oh, I'll do it again. And I'm like, dude, you can do this 50 times for the next two hours. It's not going to (laughs) change. If you can't activate those glutes, then it's game over. Yeah, exactly. So our, our thought is, you know, let's take a step back. There's a lot of online golf programs and this is for power. This is for yeah. whatever. Uh, but again, it's it's just throwing a bucket of, of fixes at, you know, a problem you may or may not have. So we said, let's take a step back. Let's have you actually assess yourself in a way that's digestible, I hope. And uh, then from there, you can just go attack exactly where you need work. Yeah, I think that's really important. So as we said, Ladies and gents, when 
the holidays come around and all these, you know, New Year's resolutions come out and all the fitness apps give you a, you know, sign on now and we'll give you two months free. Just be really careful not to get caught up in the emotional garbage. Make sure it's assessing who you are before it puts you into a platform. And we think our group training here, which is every morning and every lunchtime, and before you even get seen by, by the good doctor here, we're going to put you in a bucket to yeah. make sure that we really ensure that what, Shauna, you do with people is actually what they need. So I think yeah. that's the biggest thing that I would say over this holiday period. Just be careful of the, the, the app or the gadget or the implement that some PGA Tour guys saying is the greatest thing since sliced bread. If they don't put you into a bucket and assess you, it's largely going to be a, a cupboard cupboard holder. Yeah, definitely. And in, in the city here, this really is exaggerated, but everyone's so busy and running around doing things. You know, we talk a lot about making your golf practice and also what you do in the gym efficient. So you should be spending your time doing the things that you need for your body, for your game, um, as opposed to, you know, maybe I did 10 things. I'm in there working hard, but one of them helped you or two of those things, you know, you yeah. should just know, okay, I've got to work on this and then just attack it. We've got uh, Olympic athletes who are members and, and one such proud guy is just a sweetheart of a, of a guy. He's gone through a lot in the last couple of years and he, he represented the U.S. in a, an Olympic sport. He's an amazing athlete and he's having some issues, isn't he, with his body and what he likes to do and how he feels good following exercise is, is I think, a great litmus test. You said to me this yesterday, you said, I've got another client who's massive who does the wrong workouts. Mm -hmm. And you said you should never feel bad after an exercise. And I think that's so important. Yeah. And there's some gray area there because soreness and a little discomfort in some time, in some Where instances. you tear a muscle and it's rebuilding, it's important. Yeah. Like there, there's good and bad kind of soreness and discomfort. Um, but usually, you know, I mean, there's a threshold where that just becomes sharp pain and it's not something you want to be pushing through. In some cases, you've got to you know work through a little bit of discomfort but you should feel like whatever you're doing is is helping you feel better and i know the big thing we always get in here is this lower back pain and people are doing something like my back's just getting tighter and tighter yeah. getting worse uh you need to stop reassess reset or do something differently in that case we had a chap in yesterday i've been teaching for about 10 12 years again good 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 guy and this guy's huge he's probably benching 350 he's probably squatting like a freak because he's got lumbar lordosis so the bottom of his spine has a big curve so if he's trying to do a deadlift that's lovely but when you've got this big arch in your lumbar spine rotation is pretty difficult and uh he he came in yesterday outside eight degrees and then within about 10 minutes i've been teaching this kid for about a decade um he, we got him inside five phase three he was off hitting high bomb draws and and sean walked in and he was like, all right, well, you know, do another lesson next week. And I'm like, no, mate, pump the brakes, go see Sean for a couple of weeks. And so his future has to be in movement. I mean, he's massive up here. He's bench pressing a small car, but, yeah. he, but he can't turn. Learn how to put that strength to use. But if you think of how he's training it, we actually don't know. So making some yeah. assumptions here, but um, he's lifting heavy weights. So usually it's going to be classic, you know, lifts where he's working in one plane of motion, you know, front to back presses, pulls. Um, you know, squats, deadlifts, that sort of stuff. Not a single one of those has any rotation going on. So when he comes in here and then all you're doing is rotating, rotating. 
that's not a movement he's really primed or you know really grooved. So we got him. I put a I put a uh, lacrosse ball on his right glute medius. Ah, and I this, bet he loved that. And this big strong guy, Jordan, was like he was literally crying. It was yeah. awesome. And he, we started rolling him, and he's like, "That'll do." I said, "No, dude, you don't get off that easy. If yeah. you do the crime, you gotta, you yeah, gotta right. do you, the time. You gotta exactly." So we're gonna we're gonna explain. So as we've launched the podcast, just to bring mm -hmm. it back here, we're going to explain in detail what that looks like, yeah. how to assess. Yeah, and yeah. Then... Gonna dive into that, you know, I, and I want to talk a little bit more about the the previous position stuff. But um, in terms of we talked a lot about the golf gear too, and there'll be more talks about, of course, moving forward. Uh, but another thing I want to touch on is is the footwear for golf. Footwear's huge. Thing. Yeah. And really, if you think about it, the only thing in contact with the ground, which is how we generate our force, is is your feet. And so yeah. I think a very overlooked piece of what's going on in the golf game. And, you know, nowadays we have some some cool technology that gives you info about ground force reaction and, and how you're generating that power from the ground upwards. But uh, everyone's feet and their footwear needs to be considered. So people just walk into a golf shoe on their phone. What does John Rahm use? And I think that's not good enough with yeah. shoes, right? Or just, I mean, in... Footwear in general, even outside of golf, it's aesthetics. Mostly people just say, oh, I like how this I looks. I want to look cool. You know, so I walk around the city all day and the running shoes always get me certain ones where, like you said, that heel lift is huge. Yeah, huge. And, you know, and people are stuck on their tippy toes, their lower backs arched to the end of days. And oftentimes, you know, the foot and what's going on there hasn't been a consideration in maybe the rest of their body, but that's their only contact point. Min Woo, I bet you he's got a cool pair of shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got some drip going on. Oh, yeah. So, oh, some yeah. drip. I like that. Uh, and we're going to do a lot more pre-shot routine yeah, work. Yeah, pre-shot routine is a big yeah, thing to go over. Yeah, it's a big over. thing. Yep. And then we had talked yesterday about, you know, we talked about the wedges and the clubs and stuff, but we want to talk about short game. And, sure. Haven't and even touched short and, game yet. You know, yet. Your, your perception and, and line of sight and all of that. So much to do. And we're going to remember we talked a couple of episodes about you on that par three, whatever it was, 14 mm -hmm. at Sleepy. Yeah. Uh, which was, and other holes that you played. We're gonna, we should try and work out how to online teach people how to align or even assess, put them yeah, in the bucket yeah. of online. Get an idea. Of Get an idea. Probably, and there's so many people that end up, their alignment and setup is off. And so it's really hard to yeah. swing on the ball. So it may not actually be as technical or their swing of an issue they may be having. It could just be their setting eyes. up right. So you got to figure out why you do that in your perception. And then. And one of our Always. listeners emailed in and said, Young, you don't really talk about what your method is and for teaching. And I, mean, I teach six, seven hours a day. I actually don't teach a method. I just teach mathematics on how we get to the end goal. And I think that's where we do differ a little bit. And there's lots of great golf pros who have a method, but I don't. I think that's fundamentally flawed because at the end of the day, I reverse engineer teaching. I'm like, well, what math do I need this player to hit? inside face less than path or outside face less than path and how do i then work backwards to get them to hit that so we were working uh, sj was working on the nine shot drill yesterday and we mm -hmm. talked about hitting that low stinger yep and that ball position is so important right so what did we talk yesterday about actually let's talk that low stinger and then the high shot yeah so what, what do we do what do we get you to do to hit that low shot there? so the the low shot uh, was just moving the ball way back almost onto the right foot. Which affects immediately what there? Um, well, where the face will be relative to the path. And yeah, then, you so know, you got to toe that, that blade in just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so for the draw, especially low draw, you got to yeah, toe in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then for the high shot, which I it, it just works 
perfectly. It's so easy. Um, but rather than you saying anything about the club, this and that, uh, it's it's just really getting that posterior, posterior tilt, tilt. Pelvis as yeah. you come through impact. And you, I mean, if you sit here and hit those two shots back to back, they feel like a world of a difference. But also the, the ball flight. I mean, you just see where that posterior tilt ball goes flying up in the air. The posterior tilt, which is something that that every golfer should understand, when your chin finishes ahead of your belt buckle, your pelvis is in anterior tilt, really bad on your lower back, puts so much pressure on your arms and shoulders. So we got Sean posteriorly tilting through impact, best two in the business that I've ever seen. Uh, Tiger, obviously, I've seen live, but I never saw Mr. Hogan. Would love to have seen Ben Hogan hit a golf ball, but Hogan and Tiger were the best posterior tilters yeah. uh, in the business, or Tiger's still playing. Uh, and so we got your launch uh, angle yeah. from that low stinger. I think that eight iron was coming out for memory. It was like 19 degrees. Yeah. And then the same golf club, we got you to posterior tilt and it came out at like 38, 40 yeah. degrees. Yeah. Astronomical on difference. Yeah. So for all those out there, if you don't know what a posterior tilt is, send us a message. We'll dive into it into it uh, in the new year. I think we're going to do some video on movement somehow yeah, yeah. here. Uh, but that idea of posterior tilt, if you love your golf and as the New Year's resolution comes through, please ask yourself, are they screening me and putting me in a bucket if I sign up to this fancy new app or, you know, all the gyms who've got all their, their New Year's resolutions? If they don't screen you and your personal trainer is just throwing, you know, exercises at you, it's not going to work. Yeah. And is that specifically for golf? If you are not talking about or measuring internal, external rotation and posterior tilt, you're not going to get better. I yeah. think it's a. I'd be confident to have that as a blanket blanket statement. Yeah, it's just something that's got to be addressed. But for people that you know are listening to this, and it's hard to visualize what's going on, it's really something you have to feel. Yeah. Um, and once you start realizing how many options you have with what your hips and your pelvis can do. Um, you realize how much more control you have, especially when it comes to golf. You train the right motions and you don't have to think about it when you're playing. That stuff just shows up. Yeah, yeah. So getting back to Big Brother, who will go, what is a posterior tilt, Youngie? What tangent have you gone on now? At address, your belt buckle faces the ground. This is in layman's terms. Now, as you hit a golf ball, your belt buckle can't continue to face the ground. We call that an anterior tilt. So believe it or not, the left hip, so I'm going to, throw this to you, uh, SJ, if I may. But as you posteriorly tilt, what you're doing is you're actually tucking your backside underneath you as you hit the golf ball. And if we understand the pelvis tilts up and under, how does that affect rotation of the hips? Remember, your pelvis tilts and then the side of your hips turn. So why is that so important, SJ, in layman's yeah, terms? Well, big brother, this is my big brother, just dumb this down. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's just... As your hips change position, so the pelvis is moving on top of your femurs, okay. um, it's going to bias towards internal, external rotation. Um, so when you're really anterior tilted, just standing, it, it biases you a little more towards internal. Okay. And then as you posterior tilt, you open up some more external rotation in space. So you um, allow the joint, so where the femoral head goes into the acetabulum, mm -hmm. when you posteriorly tilt, you actually have a gap between the femoral head, the ball, and the socket. Well, it just sits the bones different relative to each other. So Interesting. you have access to different ranges of motion as your pelvis changes position. Um, and as you're golfing, you know, you're changing position the entire time. So yeah. you can't just stay static with one piece of your body and the rest move around it. It's sure. all got to move together. And, you know, your right and your left hip also have differences in how they move. They're connected, but also they move separately. So in the sure. golf swing, most of the time they're doing opposites. 
Same thing with the arms and shoulders a lot of times is right and left side of your body are doing different things. And this is where it gets more complicated. But, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people, I think, get fixed on just their pelvis is one thing and it needs to all move together as yeah. one. And they're actually doing very different things at different times. Sure. Swing your right versus your left hip. Yeah. So as you hit a golf ball, your left hip internally rotates, your right hip externally for a right-handed golfer. Mm -hmm. For those lefties out there, your right hip is internally rotating, your left hip is externally rotating. And when you posteriorly tilt, that's where we want that classic position. So all of you over the holiday break, get yourself on video. If you finish with your, and I'm doing this in the, the video here for YouTube, if your chin finishes in front of your belt buckle, we call that flexion. That's really bad on your back. Then we know you haven't posteriorly tilted. We want that beautiful position where your butt's underneath you, your chin's behind your belt buckle, and you, you can hit balls for four or five hours in finishing up nice and tall. Whereas if you finish in forward flexion, things are going to go yeah. awry. And that's from that face-on view. So. Yeah looking through the golf ball, through the club at the golf so have a So if you're setting up an address, just have your camera in line with the golf ball looking at you is what face-on view is. And by all means, send your videos to us. We'll, 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 yeah, I'd uh, love to take a look at them. And like we said, we're, we have the people in here we can see in person. That's where we have the most impact. But we want to be able to help people that are also listening from absolutely. afar and, and offer them some things as well in, in terms of the digital products. So, so keep an eye out for uh, more information coming about that stuff in the future. So we're coming up to the end of a, uh, a year, mate. Thank you most sincerely for joining us. I know it's been a crazy ride thus far. Oh, it's been great fun. And, and being in here, and I can see, you know, we're, we're getting across to our members here and, and starting to make some oh, ripples. 100%. So it, it's a blast. I'm excited uh, for, for what's to come. Yeah, and I think we've got, uh, you and I've got, we're onto something here. So we'll just keep... Keep trying to pick away at all the golfers, and as as the New Year's resolutions come thick and fast, what what information would you would you give the the golfers out there? Oh, I'd, I'd just say this is the time to to put the work in. So, we're going to be talking a lot when the New Year rolls around at, at getting prepared for the the golf season to come in the warmer weather, and and a bit of a series on leading up to that, and in ways that we can help guide you. And that's more for this. the the US crew, the Aussie yeah. crew, you bastards who get to yeah. play twelve months. They're the already year. in it, so. But I mean, there's there's never really an off season. I find there's never an off season. So we're going to be the curator for how to actually get better. And please, golfers, just pump the brakes on all those fancy, shiny new. New Year's resolution commitments. The swing platform is designed to be efficient and based on physics and physiology. And what's our end goal? Hit it as hard as you can with a face less than par. This time last year, I was in Sydney and a dear mate of mine who doesn't play a ton of golf, uh, Cookie, shout out the big cook. He was New South Wales and Australian water polo. Big human being's got some speed. Uh, Cookie's got some tight hip flexors, let me ah. tell you. Anyway, he said, look, Youngie, uh, I know you didn't bring your clubs, but do you want to go play Royal Sydney? And I actually hadn't played there for years. It was the best experience I think I've had on a golf course. And I don't say that just as a proud Aussie. We got there. There's a cafe. There's an actual restaurant. Uh, we then went and played the executive course, which was absolutely magnificent. A couple of drivable par fours. I rented clubs. I brought my golf shoes. So all those who are traveling over the holiday, you don't need to bring your golf clubs. Here's a guy I played on tour. I had a great experience. I just asked the pro. I emailed him beforehand and said, hey, have you got a, a set of X or S stiff clubs? And he, he said, look, 
we, we can wrangle something up. Mm -hmm. I think I played with half a set, didn't even need a full set. Yeah. And then after that, we swam in the pool there. It was just amazing. Oh, that sounds like a dream. It was awesome. So shout out Cookie, wish I could join you again. But the point is, if you're traveling over the holidays, you don't need to bring your clubs if it's a pain. If you've got kids like us, we had four kids. Rosie would be like, you're not bringing your golf clubs. As long as you've got a decent set of footwear, I made sure I had a good glove. And the clubs, just if, you, if you're renting clubs, guys, just take your foot off the gas of how you're going to play. Just enjoy the experience. Yeah. You might not play your best golf if you're borrowing someone else's golf clubs. But to the point of swing, if you know you're face to path, it doesn't matter. So it's, it's just enjoy the game. This golf, this game is just so amazing. Enjoy the process of, of enjoying a different country or a different golf course or wherever this podcast kind yeah, of finds exactly. you. Beauty golfers, look, thanks for listening to Pivot the Path. And remember, your on-course enjoyment starts with the work you put into your entire game so you can absolutely own your swing. Keep moving, keep swinging. Yeah, we'll see you at the start of the next year. All right. Happy New Year, mate. And Happy New Year, everybody.